in a world where millennials have no idea what the f they're doing with their lives. What's with Millennials Podcasts? One day, a group of concerned citizens got together to conduct an experiment. They wondered, what would happen if you mixed together smartphones, mocha frappuccinos, and college debts? When all was said and done, this is what they got. Three, two, one. <laughs> that teaches you how to move out of your parents' house. What's with Millennials Podcast. And now, here are your hosts of the show. Hello and welcome to a brand spanking new What's with Millennials Podcast, where we talk about pop culture, tech, and media. I'm your host, Deodonna, sitting here with my co-host... Truax. And Jeremy. Yeah, boy! Dude, what's dude. up? All in the dude. house. Two how's week it? hiatus. Dude, oh. bro, how's it been, man? Oh, it's I, been good. Dude, how, how you been? Dude, I've been phenomenal. I have a lot Jeremy? to talk about. We got some new things I'm coming up. I'm always good, baby. Um, let's start, of course, as always, with thanking our sponsor, Within Range, um, which brought to you this whole episode, Within Range. Truex over there is actually wearing the hat. Um, the upcoming apparel company of the future, which started off as a disc golfer's passion, has turned into an overnight sensation. Check them out at facebook.com slash within range disc golf. That's facebook.com slash within range disc golf. D I S C golf. Um, now, yeah. Truex, you took me over to uh, the yes. disc golf. Is it called the disc golf range? Disc golf course. There you course. go. The, the, the field, course. the disc golf field. The nice greenery. Uh, course. Okay, I still hurt. That was like from like what? Dago? How long Dude, ago? Dude, it, 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 was, it was yesterday. It was yesterday. It, okay. You're still hurting. I'm still hurting. Bro, I'm, I'm bigger than you. The, the I reason, do that daily and go to the gym. Okay, the reason, okay, well, first of all, stop making me look like punk. Second of all, <laughs> the reason why I still hurt is because that whenever I threw it, people don't realize it's, it lo- they look like frisbees, but they don't fly. Like frisbees, no, they fly dude. completely different. Yes. So I threw it, and every time I threw it, that thing would just go like, go straight for a little while. I'd be like, okay, cool, and then veer off into like the forest, <laughs> yes. into the mountain range, and I'd be like, okay, I'll see you guys in two it days. A, I'll be it, right back. So, it was a on. local park in Orangeville. It wasn't the mountain range? Was oh, there so, was mountains. Dang it. What he's saying is, you weren't within range. Okay. No, no, no. Everybody is within range. Oh, everybody. Uh, no, everybody Excuse is within my, range. My apologies. Everybody is within range. But Diodonis actually has some hidden talent there. And he oh, yeah? actually has a natural skill to throw the disc. Um, he was he was throwing a pistol or a trigger or a flick. Or whatever. It, it, there's multiple names for it. But it's an underhand and you flick it out. His shots were phenomenal for only playing one other time, and he really didn't play the last time. I don't even remember the last Check time. Check you out. Yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah. Um, so he's got some. He's got some skill, and I'm like, dude, you got to come out and play more because uh, he, he he'd be in tournaments with us, and he'd be team within range, and 
you know i'm team within range and and if i'm on it you definitely you could be on it because your your flick is better than mine what? Yeah, I'll definitely. I'll bring my hiking boots. Yeah. So then I can play with you yes. guys next time. Yes. You need to come play. Right? I play like three, four times a week. So. There you go. Yeah. Now I have a lot to talk about about my weeks, but of course I'm going to start off with you guys, Jeremy. How's your week been, brother? Uh, it's been good. Uh, you know, off this two week hiatus, you know, we kind of missed Mardi Gras and you know, kind of missed St. Patrick's Day. So a lot of drinking going on, a lot of occasions. I'm not saying I partook in all of it, maybe some of it, but um. And I've been preparing for this 10K run that I'm doing Ooh, this what? Sunday for, um, yeah, doing it for, um, <clears throat> it's called, uh, I almost forgot, Run for Epilepsy to help way, raise money and awareness for oh, wow. um, people who suffer from epilepsy. Look at you, man. Seize nice. the moment. There Dude, it is. props on that, bro. How did, how did, wait, that's like the day, isn't that the day after uh, your celebration? Right, yeah, it'll be, so... Oh. But um yeah we're like I said so we're gonna go you know okay. hopefully get everyone out that we can together gotcha have a nice have all the friends out Saturday night and then hopefully I'll still have enough energy to go run yeah, six point two miles it's nothing it was about the on same. Sunday morning it's it's nothing yeah it's, hey, it's nothing <clears throat> I did the five k half the distance like three point one last year mm-hmm. and came in second place for my age group so I was pretty stoked about that nice. so I figured I'd take it up a notch are you, you going to get so, one of those silly stickers on the back of your car no I don't I don't do silly I, stickers uh, okay thank god <laughs> thank ain't nobody god. got time for that no, I'm just saying yeah, how, uh, how has your week been brother Oh, dude, it's been hectic, man. Yeah. Um, I you know, took you disc golfing, but the actually, uh, um, I think it was the day before. No, that was yesterday. No, a couple of days prior to that, I went disc golfing up uh, uh, past Cameron Park. If anyone knows where that's at, if you're so listening, it's a pretty hike. Uh, pretty far uh, hike. Yeah, no, it was it was gorgeous out there. Um, and uh, my friend John is like all of a sudden into mushrooms, but not mushrooms like like psychedelic psychedelic mushrooms he's into learning about mushrooms poisonous edibles and the psychedelics he's reading all about them and so while we were disc golfing we were finding finding all sorts of mushrooms and it was the coolest experience ever because there's things there's mushrooms that you can actually eat if you know about them um if and if if you pick them there was one it's a shrimp uh, he's gonna kill me if I don't get this right. A a, 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 a shrimp ruffles or something like that. And he's, uh-huh. anyways, it smells like shrimp, mm-hmm. and it's picked and it's a delicacy. And there's some of these mushrooms you can sell for three hundred dollars a pop. What if you find them? Yeah, see that's that Boy yeah. Scout stuff. That, yeah, yeah. That it's, it's, I don't it, know it was about. like one of the coolest things. But then we had uh, Aaron had family in town. Uh, we had a, like a memorial for her grandma who passed away a few months ago, and and so her brother was in town and staying with us. So it was just hectic. Mm-hmm. See, this is why I would never make a good Boy Scout because as soon as I heard like, oh, you can eat mushrooms, I'll be just out there just picking up just, just like escargot. On the go, just <laughs> mushrooms cart, all a la carte. Mushrooms, I'm like, what? Eat mushrooms? Say no more. Uh, Let me just go. <laughs> yeah, no, it was super cool though because yeah. I, I mean, I was holding it. And one thing I learned was uh, is that you can you you cannot die from holding a poisonous mushroom. Okay, um, you have to ingest it for it to to cause any issues. Yeah. Um, but I was holding one that was extremely deadly. And that was the coolest thing because it's in your hand, but it can't hurt you unless you actually eat it, dude. The, was the temptation there to be like, oh, I'm gonna use this? Uh, no. For, it's like no, the, it's like the granddaddy long leg of mushrooms. For evil. Yeah, just seriously. And then we did find hallucin- hallucinogenic, but we didn't 
we, we took a couple, but it wasn't, we didn't know that's what they were. Um, you don't have to lie, Chris. Now, no, no, seriously. What is I, like in a mushroom that makes it different from being like, oh, I'm going to kill you to like, oh, I'm going to give you like a psychedelic experience. I'm not, I'm not the guy to, to ask. Actually, we should, we should actually, that would be a good topic one day. I, it, my friend, John, I've been wanting him on the podcast anyways. Mm-hmm. It'd be a great subject to talk to him about because it's actually good awareness for anybody who's out you, that that's interested in it or mm-hmm. in mushrooms period for food or just knowing for safety. Or it, the zombie crazy. apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah, or the zombie apocalypse. That, that, or the zombie apocalypse. You, you, you need to know your mushrooms. Yeah, at you got to know your mushrooms. Fair it's, enough. Fair oh, yeah. enough. What about you, D? Um, so my week has been interesting. I just came back from Vegas. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. Get the another another brother going to Vegas. Yeah, right. Uh. Um, it was for uh my friend's um, uh bachelor party. So mm-hmm. I'm the best man for it. So I planned it all out. Um, now that we finally came back, I kind of like tell you guys what happened about it. Um for it what we did for it um so the first night what i had planned out was um he's a musician like myself and so what i did was i surprised him with a 10 hour full day recording studio session that's he had had no idea right we get there and i'm like hey guess what you're making a song he's like what (laughs) so i booked the whole entire day because i knew it would take like you, that's, a whole day to do exactly because yeah. that's not really something you spring up on somebody. You'd be like, "Oh, we're gonna go make a song," and they can kind of like get in the you know the mentality yeah, for right. it, um, thinking about concepts and all that. But I was like, "Nope, psh, psh, rent it for the whole day. Um, do what it, do with that you will." I had like three tracks um, that I was able to to give to him too that like he fully owns. Nice, yeah. So that's that awesome. Cool. So that was the first night. Um, the second night, we ended up going to. Um, a uh, shooting range, uh, Battlefield Uh-oh. Las Vegas. So I got to shoot like an AK. I got to shoot a Magnum uh, 44 caliber, I believe it was. Nice. Um, and a uh, pump action shotgun. No, no. How did that make you feel? Yeah, well, that was your first time shooting guns. It was my right? first time shooting guns. And period. how did you feel after that? Dude, it was weird. The, the first, the thing I remember the most from it is the smell, because the smell surprisingly smelled a lot like. Um, like fireworks, uh, like yeah. it, it, the explosion from a from a gun reminded me a lot of like fireworks or like a firecracker, like a, if, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So like the smell that you hear from it, um, the sound of it, and then the power of the the pushback from the gun. Um, I probably was over uh, handling the gun because I was like, okay, I'm not gonna let, I'm not gonna be. I saw all those videos where the per- person shooting the like the Magnum and the gun hits him back in the face. <laughs> I was like, that's not gonna be me. So I'm over here just uh, like. It seemed like on the Christmas story. Ralphie, you're gonna shoot your eye out. Exactly. Uh, so I'm over here like holding the gun like it's like a uh uh like it's trying to escape from me. So nice. like I'm holding it for ransom. I'm just like you ain't going nowhere. Um, and I shot it. I was like, oh okay, I'm over. I'm overly doing. So you have to so, be one with the gun. Yes, you do. And and I, I gotta ask you. So after shooting guns, what? How do you feel about them? Um, I feel like the ache. Like okay. You're talking about like my stance on yeah like yeah like gun how, ownership like, and well, stuff like after shooting them yeah has, has it changed your view on absolutely on... Uh, well and not changed my view but I feel like I, I still feel the same way where as powerful as that AK and stuff was you don't need that to defend yourself you could like a shotgun like you'd be better off with a shotgun close range you don't even need to aim good I think a shotgun like pump action shotgun you're good you know you that would take care of any kind of home safety that you would need. Um, surprisingly, the handgun was off my aim. 
What do I mean by that? I mean that aiming down the sights, it it the bullet would fall way way down to the uh, bottom right, and I knew it wasn't just me because. Uh, the one of the other people in the party shot that same gun, and it was also down there. So the sights were off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was just thinking that because it's the most powerful handgun in the world, and they only had one, I think, for the whole entire place. Because as soon as we were done with it, the person next to us used uh, it and had to come back to us. Yeah. Um, so I just think it was just from use. Yeah. So I learned about that that your sights can be off from overuse as well. Yes, they can. Um, so they I'd, could adjust them back. If yes, they, you know. if they actually took the time to correct the mood. Yeah, there you go. Um, and then yeah, and then also just been on spring break. Yeah, yeah. so spring been enjoying break. spring break. Um, so yeah, so that's how how my week has been going, nice. guys. Um, so, but for all the listeners out there, our topic for this week is we have a hot button issue. Hot button issue. So for um, all the listeners out there who don't know how our hot button issues work is that we don't necessarily really have like a graphed out formula for how we do them. We just kind of free flow. Um, it's about something that can be um, a little bit of, um, you know, a hot button issue um, that a lot of people can differentiate in how they feel yes. about this particular topic. And our topic is trans athletes. Mm. Yes. Um, so uh, should trans athletes be allowed to participate participate uh, professionally with their preferred gender okay um, and this is going to be a hot button issue guys i uh, like but, it but before we get started with that we're going to get started with our next segment which is news jeremy hit it that's the way the news goes all right, so I think uh, we're splitting news up today, huh? You got a couple, yep. I got a couple. Yep. All right, so I'm going to I'm gonna start off with uh, uh, this first one, uh, which actually caught my attention because it's actually pretty awesome. There is an eight-year-old Christian refugee whose family escaped Boko Haram. If anyone who knows uh, Boko Haram, do you know anyone? I have no idea or, what that is. That okay, sounds Boko made Haram, up. Boko Haram... No, they're they're a terrorist group, um, mainly in Africa. Uh, It's a Muslim terrorist group. Okay. Uh, So they escaped, and they're homeless in New York. Uh, I think New New York, he's homeless. Um, But he won the New York Chess Championship. Oh, wow. Yeah, eight years old, won the Chess Championship. That's crazy. And they're they're, they're refugees from from basically uh, Africa. How, How knowledgeable are you of their competitions? Like, do they split them up by age group? Oh, yeah, or? it's all, it's all going to be age group. Oh, okay, uh, okay. Typically, yeah. Um, but it says uh, th- uh, thousands of dollars in donations are now pouring in to help find a home for a homeless eight-year-old a refugee from Nigeria uh, mm-hmm. and his family after he won a New York uh, state championship. Uh, I'm not going to try his name um, because that would just be wrong. Um, known, uh, he's known as Tawny, uh, mm-hmm. is a Christian refugee and... Um, uh, Let's see. He's uh, he lives. He's a student in Manhattan, Manhattan right now. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of people pouring in money and trying to help the family out. And hearing the story that he won the chess the chess match and that they're homeless, mm-hmm. I think it's an awesome story. I think that's fantastic, and it just kind of shows, you know, there's mm-hmm. there's there's better news out there than the horrible that's stuff awesome. we hear on TV regularly. That's awesome. I was about to say that's like the good hearted news of yes. the day. Yeah, Thank that's, you, that's, that's the good hearted news, dude. And, and people when they play like the competitive chess, oh. like they're like serious. Like hey. this is they have like the clocks and the stuff clock, that they hit. They, they they play and then and then play and then. How many seconds I, do they have? I to, it, like I. 
I don't think it's seconds. I, I, I don't know if they have so many seconds or if that like actually one minute? it counts for scoring. I, really? I'm not sure. Or, I think it's a combination. Yeah, I, I, I don't know the rules behind chess when it comes to the competition. I, I think that's There's just only limiting. one rule, win. I, I think There's, that's, that's limiting. Well, I mean, that's always the rule. You can, <laughs> I don't think you can count up points by the clock because then what if you have more points but then you lost? Yeah. I think it's more so like, oh, you have 60 seconds in order to do your next move because there will be people in there that'll be like, thank you for like forever of what their next move is going to yeah. be. Um, so I think it's like, oh, you have 60 seconds to make your move. Other, otherwise, like you just yeah, automatically that, like, that, forfeit. Maybe that's it. Maybe or maybe it's I don't know. I, I think that's what it is. Sure. That, that well, makes sense. Yes. Uh, there was there used to be a movie. There was a movie at one that used to be. There was a movie that was made years ago. And it was about this kid who was like this like chess, like brilliant Savage. genius. Uh, and it was it was an awesome movie. I suggest. I don't know what it's called, but look it up. Okay. Um, next one. Oh, wait, wait. Let me let me get one. Oh, oh, oh. We'll go. We'll, we'll weave it. Interweave. Yeah, yeah. Interweave. 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 All right. You all get right. one. So this one um, is coming out for all of the Guardians of the Galaxy whoop, fans whoop. out there. Uh, James Gunn is back as director. Um, So this is a little bit controversial just because um, there, there have been reports from people who said, Oh, well, Disney never let him go as a director Uh, for the viewers out there who don't know what we're talking about. James Gunn was the original director and screenwriter for guardians of the galaxy one and two. Um, And then he got into some um, controversy um, where he had some tweets from like 10 years ago, um, uh, talking uh, of him joking about, um, like, what was it like child pornography, child um, molestation, something on those lines? Yeah, I don't want to skim over that because that's you know, that's very important. I don't want to joke around with that. Like, it, it was, wasn't good that he was making those jokes. Um, and I don't discredit, you know, his, his faults in doing that, but they were from a super long time ago. Um, they were fashioned, I've seen some of them. Um, they were fashioned in a way that was jokes, um, inappropriate as they may. And 10 years ago was a different kind of time. It's not, def, you definitely can't make those same jokes now. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> because I, I'm a guy who supports comedy all the way through and through. Mm-hmm. And a joke is a joke typically. And if someone takes it the wrong way, you don't watch the comedy show. It's, it's comedy. Comedy is off. There's no off limits for comedy. It, but, see, I disagree with that. Um, I, I think there's certain things that you can't joke about. Um, I think that that comes from the person who is the target of your joke. But the difference why I think that's different was with James Gunn is that he wasn't making those jokes now. Yeah. Like if he was still making those jokes, I'd be like, okay, that's can't be doing that, bro. Right. But these were like jokes he made a long time ago. And he's like, I'm not do, ever doing that again. I made a mistake. Yeah. That's like the whole Kevin Hart thing. And it goes on beyond that. And it's sticking, sticking strictly to the, comedy portion of it if they're going to reprimand this gentleman for something he said that long honestly it doesn't really matter in time in my opinion if it's in a joke and comedy fashion and that's wrong then you need to just go ahead and strip all comedians off of tv off of hbo they shouldn't have a platform that means taking it from taking kevin hart out taking all of the wonderful, hilarious Cat Williams jokes away, taking Richard Pryor away, taking Eddie Murphy away. They made jokes on so many topics that would be taboo now, almost, mm-hmm. that it's ridiculous. And they went above and beyond, especially in the 70s and 80s, going back, again, to Red Fox and Ronnie Dangerfield. So the stuff that these, like this gentleman here mm-hmm. said is just 
so 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 small and insignificant to the things that have been said before. I am flabbergasted at the fact that people are putting this much heat on the gentleman. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I didn't get it either. I saw some of the tweets. It wasn't. It was. It, you could tell it was jokes, and it was ten years ago. Yeah, ridiculous. By the way. Your beautiful fiance says sixty seconds to make a move when it comes to the chess match. Yep, so uh, she's so smart. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. All right, go ahead. Next topic. Oh, next and uh, next one. Uh, here we go. So, have you guys ever wanted a horse or knew anyone that wanted a pony or something? Uh, every girl my, my I've ever sister, met in my life. My Which sister? <laughs> okay. Well, I, I I only ask that because um, there's this new program that the the federal government is offering. And it is, uh, they're offering $1,000 to people willing to adopt an untrained wild horse or burrow. Yep. Um, which is kind of awesome. It makes me go, I'll take a wild horse. Like, <laughs> that'd I wish be, I knew how to train you. Right? I know. If I knew how to train one, I'd do it because I would get a 1000 bucks just to, to take it on. And I've always wanted a horse. So if I could tame it somehow, that'd be fantastic. Um, but the U S government is offering up to a thousand to those willing to adopt an untrained wild horse. The adoption incentive program comes from the Bureau of land management within the interior department. The incentive is part of an effort to encourage more adopters to give a wild horse or a burrow a good home. Um, I guess a burrow is kind of like a donkey in a way. Yeah. Yeah, I have no this idea. Above my pay grade, yeah, this is above my my pay grade too. But I think that's pretty awesome because it's just it because land is starting to diminish and you have uh-huh. all these wild there's wild mustangs everywhere in the U.S. Most people don't realize it, but there's wild mustangs that run out there. There's going to be wild horses that that need a home and uh, a thousand bucks. Heck, if I had the property and the time, I'd do it. For sure. I had no idea. Yeah. I've never ridden awesome. a horse. I've always wanted to. Oh, it's so much fun. Dude, that would be an excellent way to like make side money if you just oh, yeah. uh, collected wild horses oh, and yeah. you just like sold them out. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember that reminds me of uh, this one person who lived out in like the middle of nowhere or in the countryside and used to collect uh, tumbleweeds. Mm-hmm. They're just rolling, they're just rolling, rolling around everywhere, and they would sell those to like movie studios and stuff, and get a lot of money. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> right? All you gotta do is go to Texas; they're everywhere. There you go. Yeah, seriously, you can drive down I five. Speaking of tumbleweeds, those are the most for, for me. Those are the most scariest. Like I, you can't predict the weight of a tumbleweed. It always looks <laughs> way more heavier than it actually is. Yeah. And I don't know. I always got scared when I actually saw. You know, it's funny. It's not that that you have to worry about. It's the we're going into other fields that I don't know that much about. The leaves that they drop off will stick to your feet or socks or whatever uh-huh. or your shoes. And they're the most painful thing in the world and Ooh, so hard to what? get rid of. Hmm. They're, again, everywhere in Texas. Like, you put your foot down, then you walk into your house or into your carpet. Mm-hmm. You're stepping on them. That's weird. I'm a, yeah, I'm not down mm. with that. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. All right. Walk around barefoot and get a thorn in your, your yeah, foot. They suck. Yeah, that's not so good. All right, check out this new section. Where are my video gamers at? Hey. Hey. Video gamers, here we go. Google just revealed its new gaming platform to compete with PlayStation and Xbox. Oh. It is going to be, uh, it's going to by the name of Stadia. And it will be 100% streaming. It will be 100% a streaming platform. There will be no physical box. It, um, it's all literally streamed via internet. 
So like the the way that they tested it out just um I think it was just a week or so ago was they had a couple of people play the newest Assassin's Creed game from their web browsers. Okay. From, from like you know what Internet Explorer mm-hmm. or, uh, or Google Chrome Firefox or whatever. or whatever. Yeah, um prefer probably Google Google Chrome guy. I mean, it's yeah, made right. by Google. Um and you were actually able to play like a full-blown game from your internet web browser. Wow. Isn't that crazy? So they want to make this whole gaming platform. There's no physical box. Okay. Just from the website. It's just from from online. So anywhere that you have an online thing, you could just be able to play this game. They want to make it so that you can play it from your phone. You can play it from uh, an internet browser, your computer, from a tablet. That's dope. Isn't that crazy? That changes everything. That's crazy. Now... It's expected to release uh, this year, so coming up super soon, 2019, end of 2019. Um, now, my worries about this is uh, because it's streaming, d- does that mean, one, you have to always be connected to the internet, which I'm assuming you do. You would using to a play this kind browser, of game, right? right? So how much memory or like is that is that using if you have to always be connected to the internet and you're not, you don't have a physical CD? So all the memory is stored online. It's in the cloud. It's, it's in the cloud. more or less endless. What is the cloud? Does it, explain to it's me what the cloud is. An imaginary space. You know, it's I would say comparable to heaven. Jeez. That is the cloud. Okay. Well, anywho, but you can't yeah. explain either one, can I you? Can't, no, I exactly. Can't. Um, Same thing. So the, I, I think the memory thing is the thing that worries me. If you have a slower kind of computer. That's also that's something going to have a big impact. Yeah, that, that also is something that worries me. But yeah, I'm just trying to think. It, it, you know, something that we, me and my family runs into um, is that they now have um, limits on how much data you can have when you're using your internet at home. That's so silly. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's so silly. So, like, I know we use um, Comcast, and when we reach our limit, they charge you, like, twice for the same amount um, that you normally oh, would use just because you reach your limit um, to, to sometimes even three times uh, the amount. Um, so I'm sitting here wondering, OK, well, if they're about to release a fully online streaming game system where you, there's not a physical game system, you just stream everything online. How is that going to be affecting how much data that you're using while you're playing? I see a lot of people getting about to get a lot more richer real quick. <laughs> yeah. See, here's the deal. Like, I'm, and I'm not again too intelligent on this matter either but weren't just a year ago they having this big debacle within the government on how internet was regulated or is regulated yeah, there there and we lost so um net neutrality is going to happen net neutrality <laughs> um, no, that, that got overturned did it yeah i thought that we lost it no, no fact that check that I, one i'm pretty sure one of the people got sure. overturned pretty sure the head of the fcc who was pushing it he he bowed down and and backed away. I don't think so. I, I'm pretty sure because uh, d- nothing, nothing, nothing. Viewers, let d- us double, know. Um, I, I'll double check that. Yeah, I'll, I'll double check that. I would, yeah, I definitely would double check that because that could change a lot of things. In- but regardless of the fact, yeah, that concept though. Granted, the user has great internet and a substantial, you know, decent computer to play mm-hmm. these games on. I can see them being very beneficial, making a lot of money, depending on how they're marketing it. Of course, yeah. and what games are they going to provide? Like, am I going to be playing Call of Duty from a tablet soon? Like, dude, that would change everything. It's about to be a big time game changer. That would change a lot of things. Yes, sir. 
Um, but yeah, let us know what you guys think. Um, is gaming going to get better because of this? Do you think that they're going to be taking away potential customers from uh, PlayStation, from Xbox? Uh, write us at wwmpodcast at gmail.com. Um, but well, yeah. well, we're still on that topic. Yeah. Real quick. I hope this is, I'm not stealing from one of your bullet points, but um, in regards to things coming out and soon to be released, Apple is as well um, looking to debut their own TV provider service to be challenging really? cable. Yes, sir, they are. Really? And from what I understand and have read, they are going to ensure that it is free as of right now as the talks how would you to all apple devices how would you do them they they're working with hbo right now they've spent i think they said one billion dollars altogether in like the past couple of years and mm-hmm. to investing for shows and movies what have you to mm-hmm. be made available for this apple service um names that i saw on there were like uh steven spielberg yeah um there are some very big names in there. Mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg is just one of my favorite. E.T., everything, Jurassic Park. Um, but yeah, they Apple is about to start taking on the game as well. Dude, so that's I crazy. see something going on between a- Apple and Google. Yeah. It's getting crazily yeah. like the circle that we've read yes. in our classes. Um, do you have anything else for news? Uh, no, I think that was it. All right, there we go. Once again, for the listeners out there, you are tuned in to KSSU Stingers Up. Um, What's with Millennials podcast over here with our hot button issue, which is trans athletes. Should trans athletes be allowed to participate professionally with their preferred gender? Let's go ahead and get started in that, guys. I know all the viewers have been waiting for us to get on that. Um, So just right out the gate, guys, first impressions. How do you feel? Should trans athletes be allowed to participate professionally? It's a very sticky situation. Yeah. And there have already been um, examples put out there that are, you know, making it not so even or fair, whereas they're fighting for equality, which kind of seems like that should contradict each other or what have you. But um, I heard about a trans now woman running track and won everything. Mm -hmm. But I feel that, in my opinion, that's kind of unfair because this woman was born with the muscular build of a male and has trained and lifted weights at a male um, state for the majority of their life. Mm -hmm. And then once they made the trans change, now they're a woman. Mm -hmm. Playing a woman's sport. But what if they were always a woman, Jeremy? And I, I'm not taking that were, away from them, but are they a woman inside or out? What if, but what matters is how they feel on the inside, Jeremy. Exactly. What if they feel that on the inside, they've always been a woman mm-hmm. and just, I'm playing devil's advocate. Yeah, by the way, of course. Um, if they felt that they were always a woman mm-hmm. and that th- when they were working out training, trying to fit in as a guy, that wasn't really them. Did their muscles and testosterone <laughs> level hold? Was was that like affected as well with the in within their feelings, or mm-hmm. because of their feelings, did that give them more inspiration to lift harder and stronger? Mm-hmm. And uh, this is a very controversial topic. It's something that you know. I feel like if I'm mad and I've got people pitted against me, okay, wishing for me to lose, 
I'm going to work out harder. I'm going to work harder. I'm going to strive harder so you're to saying be better. You actually, not only is it not fair, but you actually have an advantage Almost. for being well, trans a couple because of you're advantages. more angry? Uh, well, <laughs> why not? is it you, not a great motivator? You have natural testosterone. And it depends on where these people are at in their... In their um, their transition, if they're actually even fully transitioning, mm-hmm. you have people like um, what? What's his her her face? Um, the the ex uh, gold medal winner in the Olympics and Bruce he, Jenner. He, Bruce Jenner. What? Uh, Caitlyn. Caitlyn. Caitlyn Jenner. Sorry, so my bad. Caitlyn Jenner. My bad internet. Um, didn't make any kind of changes besides wait really physically looking. I I don't think. She's taking tes- uh, testosterone blockers and estrogen and well, stuff like that. Well, she has and then, uh, boobs, right? Yeah, but there's like the physical changes, but there's not the the actual natural changes. The adenosines are called breasts. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, breasts, breastuses. <laughs> um, and 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 that's the thing. There's some tra- trans women that aren't taking the testosterone blockers and stuff, okay. and most likely athletes are not because it's going to diminish their capabilities and their training. Now, if you think about it. There's rules and regulations to stop you from taking like those performance enhancing. Exactly, because you take you taking away or adding whatever hormones is actually breaking the rules that they have. Right. So then, something else that you know something that you that people can think about. Say you're transitioning from a female over to a male, right? And and your transition requires you to be taking. Um, testosterone, mm-hmm. um, taking steroids, can that be an unfair advantage for a female transitioning into a man because they are taking steroids, which athletes aren't supposed to be taking? Well, it wouldn't be steroids; it'd be testosterone. Okay. Um, it would it would be you know adding testosterone to their to their supplements. Um, I, in a way, it's kind of cheating. Uh, it would be more cheating. I don't. I don't see as much of an issue uh, of a woman going transitioning into a man and fighting in and playing or fighting in in, in men's sports mm-hmm. because I don't think they're gonna be destroying. <laughs> they're not being these dominated. Men. Exactly. Yeah, they're not. The men are not, gonna be dominated. Well, so there's there's something to say that there's an unfair advantage. Go ahead, Jeremy. There, there definitely is. But there's something y'all keep saying, and I don't know, I've never thought about it before, but you're speaking as, you know, all these changes within the transition, right? Now, again, this is just my opinion. Take it for what you want. Um, and, of course, every everything is case by case. Every person is different. Every situation is different. Mm-hmm. However... If we're talking about like professional sports or Olympic sports or anything that like is possibly possibly going to get you a monetary gain in a transition, just as all adults have or humans have to experience, perhaps maybe they should put hold off on these sports until their transition is final. Just as we going through high school, we're still trying to figure out our life and transition into adulthood mm-hmm. before we leap into exactly what we're going to be doing for the rest of our life. This is maybe that transition should be them actually trying to get their life together and focusing on themselves. Mm-hmm. Could could one argue saying that if we put these blocks on what we consider to be um, fully transitioned, that that's putting a block on... Um, accepting someone for what they are so like for instance if you're like oh you haven't fully transitioned over into a female 
So then, therefore, you can't compete. Isn't that, isn't that almost like saying, "Oh, you are not a female"? Well, it, it, it's it's kind of yeah. But the thing is, is you're not a female. Just because you feel like you are doesn't biologi- biologically make you one. Okay, here we go. And, and, and ju- here we go. And now we're getting to the nitty gritty of it. Here we go. This is why it's a hot button topic. <laughs> and and just because you have the sex change, okay, does not make you the other sex oh, biologically because I hear the emails have, just coming in and oh, just yeah, I, I, they, they, they're probably going to pop in and that's okay, okay. It, because because you still biologically have your parts okay so let, let me clear that up a little bit for um my liberal listeners so we don't lose those okay oh so what the way that truest is, is explaining this is that he's saying that even though that um someone who is transitioning um, might be taking steroids, my or sorry, uh, hormones, um, estrogen, what have you, um, transitioning over that biologically what they're born as isn't also fully being transitioned over no. on a uh, biological level. Correct. Um, so scientifically, that is true. Yes. Um, I think the biggest issue that I have is you know someone who um says you know and it, and it may absolutely be true they'd be like you know hey i actually feel that i am a woman so then therefore um i consider myself to be this so then you know i wish to um live out the rest of my life as this right um the issue that i have is yeah when they when they do that and they have the build already um they already hit puberty and they went through that build and they didn't uh, start taking the hormones or whatever um, until recently that's st- in my eyes, I still see them as having, I still see as this big bulky, um, transitioning woman beating up on, <laughs> um, you know, other females. Well, I wonder yeah. how that works with domestic violence then. Well, 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 and here's the problem though, because now you have someone who can just like, uh, uh um, Caitlyn Jenner, who was uh, contemplating transitioning back to male. Wait, what? Yeah, that was that was in the news a while back. Well, okay, he, he, I don't believe that. She no, she she was. It's true. Going what? over the, yeah, the idea of transitioning there. back, so that means that a male can transition to a female, dominate in whatever sport it is, mm-hmm. be on top, make all the money, get all the sponsors, and then say I'm transitioning back, and now go back into the other sp- into the male side of the sports, mm-hmm. and also get the sponsors and the money and everything else. So I feel like if they dumb if they had made their transition to dominate in the f- women's league. They're probably not dominating in the men's well, league. Well, yeah, I, I agree, but the the problem is is that if they're good enough to be in the men's league and the men's pros, that they're too good to be in the women's. And that's no, nothing against women because don't. women are fantastic. They're they're great athletes. They're strong, but it's a different strong. It's a different athleticism. Men yeah. men are bred to to, to well, have those muscles. We're just so, more naturally, um, you know. Uh, have strength behind us when it comes to physical attributes and and it's not to take away from any woman out there because their physical attributes are amazing Mm -hmm. as well it's just not that's not to say there's some women out there who can whoop all of our butts (laughs) but again you're going to those very small and few and it's not to Mm -hmm. throw shame on any sexual origin or what what have you it's just again in my time in the marine corps Mm -hmm. Because now that I've been around, I learned every branch is different on the way they set it up. But the Marine Corps had it very separate for between men and women. Okay. When it comes to like their physical fitness tests and whatnot, 
The run is the same. The setups are the same. However, for men, you have to do 20 pull-ups mm-hmm. to get a perfect score. Women can't, could do mm-hmm. pull-ups if they can mm-hmm. do pull-ups. Or they can just do a simple hang over the bar for like 90 seconds. Yeah. There's a difference and they keep it there because they know that th- the their upper, upper strength. correct is not the same. So, yes, I'm sorry, but there are differences. I can tell you, my time in the Marine Corps, I only met one woman. Who could do 20 pull-ups. Mm-hmm. I gave her mad respect because it's not easy. Not even most men could do mm-hmm. 20 pull-ups. Yeah. But this one woman could. So, yes, there are differences and they must be like acknowledged. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, structurally speaking, when it comes to competitions, we structure our competitions to be separated by tiers. Yeah. Um, so we have special Olympics. We have, you know, the handicap Olympics. We have uh, divisions. We have heavyweight. We have, you know, uh, lightweight. Lightweight. Um, yeah. We specifically divide up. What's there to stop, you know, some some big guy that's that should be super heavyweight going? I identify as lightweight and going in there and just whooping the crud out of some little <laughs> little dude because he's six five and weighs three hundred pounds and uh-huh. the little dude is is five eleven and weighs a hundred and ninety. It, it, the, yeah. it, it, it huge difference. It is, and if it's fair, then Usain Bolt should cross gender now and just run track for the women, and he'll win all the gold in the world yeah. for Africa. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's just, I, I think it's an unfair thing. And I, it's one thing if you feel like you're transgender, I, I, there's so much um, media out there on it. And there's so much um, bias or not bias. Uh, you know, I believe that you're biologically uh, that gender that you're born with. And, and, and there's a lot of people that feel that it's you know, it's, it's a natural thing. And uh-huh. I, I believe it's a, it's a mental, it's, it, it is on the, it's still considered by psychologists as, um, gender dysphoria and it's a mental condition. And yeah, um, we're not going to get into that. But, no, you know, but it, let's it, not I touch mean, on that. Well, no, hear me out. Whether it, what we say, if someone gets mad at it, comment and talk to us because it's, but, it's nothing against what your view is. It's fact. It's, okay. it, if we're placing fact, I'm not going to worry about someone's feelings. Okay, but the, the scientists can say, or doctors can say whatever they want and it can be seen as quote unquote fact. It doesn't necessarily make it true because they used to say the same thing about black people. Black people, oh, black people are, have smaller shaped heads so then they that's, need leadership and guidance. That's different so, though. No, because they said that was a scientific reason as well. If you're born a so, male, you can't physically but, become a female. Okay, we don't this know is not, that for sure. This is, this is not, we're not having a debate on what we consider Male or female in the trans world, we're having a discussion on trans athletes. So let's stay on topic with that. Nobody's a uh, doctor here. Yeah, nobody. I'm definitely not. Absolutely. No one's a doctor here. So, you know, our, how, how we all feel about, you know, trans people in general. Um, if we if you guys want to take the time to lightly go over that, we can. Um, but as far as what what we consider specifically on like a quote unquote scientific level. Let's not go over that. Cause I don't, I don't want, I just don't even want to deal with it with the emails. Okay. I, 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 I think it's all part of the conversation, but okay. um, you know, that's a, if we're putting our, 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 our voices out there, 
whether our opinions make roughest or not, it's, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's, it's needed to be out there for the conversation. Okay. Well, you know what? Heck, let's go ahead and do this. If we're going to do this, let's do it all down. out. Okay, I, I, let's, I, I, let's do this all out. And, and, and I'm not long. saying that we have to focus on it, but... It, oh, know, no, we're going to focus on it now. You, I put my phone down. It, it's, it's, just a, it's just the point. It, it's all part of that, that topic, right? Okay. It's a hot-button issue. We're going to get into uh, portions that might be uncomfortable for people. Okay. And and uncomfortable, uncomfortability comes with life. If you're uncomfortable at some point in your life, well, welcome to being an adult. <laughs> okay. <laughs> True it. Shoot, shoot, shoot them off. So so when it, when it comes to all of this, whether... It, whether you believe it or not, or whether you agree with it or not, the, the science community and everything goes back to science. Everyone points to science, whether it's global warming or whatever. So I'm going back to fact and science. In my belief, if you're born a male or a female, you will always be that gender. Now, whether you identify as another gender, that's different. So if you come to me and say, hey, I'm sorry, but it, I identify as a woman. Okay, I'm going to respect that. But if I see you when you look like a male to me and you talk like a male and you walk okay. like a male and you dress like a male and you identify as a woman, you can't expect me to understand that. So gender dys- dysphoria in the scientific community is is all the way around pretty conclusive. It, it, it's, it's, it's the thought process of, of thinking that you are a gender that you are not. Same with if you're a furry or whatever it may be. There's, there's so many different dys- dysphorias out there. Um, now, science hasn't been completely pulled in on this. This is just my own personal belief that that gender dysphoria is part of this issue, with, uh, this thing with the transgender community. And if everyone can get on the same page instead of going, oh, you don't like transgenders because you think this way. Well, that's not true. I, you know, me personally, I helped raise a, a, a transgender. Um, and and he, he, now he completely understood my my standpoint on it okay um and so if people are getting upset they need to take take a step back and go okay wait a second i didn't grow up with these people i don't know their upbringing i don't know their backgrounds um so if someone's getting upset please don't this is just a conversation Mm -hmm. but i i believe that it's all part of the conversation when it comes down to the the trans athletes because it really all comes down to the same funnel of science Mm -hmm. men are built bigger and stronger, typically, more than women, and women aren't as strong as men, typically. So when it comes to the trans athletes, we have to be careful on what we're allowing because we're going to see some horrible... We've already seen the horrible MMA, I think, Cyborg, I think is the name, just dominate Dem- and, and, I mean, demolish these women. And she was a man. <laughs> and we're, we were seeing that in the in the track, right? Right. So, so we have to kind of acknowledge everything in this situation when we're talking about it because it all makes sense and it all kind of funnels back mm-hmm. to science. Okay, so the thing that I have with this is that I feel that a lot of this just has to do with acceptance. I feel that um, when it comes to what someone wants to identify as, as long as that's how they actually feel and they're not hurting anybody, I feel that it, to me, it's almost like a live and let live kind of thing. If you're not hurting anybody else, then what you do in your life is your business. Um, I, I feel that when it comes to potentially hurting somebody else, then that's kind of where I get like, okay, is that, you know, you got to watch what you do. And that's what I feel when it, when it comes to trans athletes, that potentially when you are 
competing and, and someone when you're competing, right? And some some little girl over here has dreamed her whole entire life of of getting that gold, what a medal, whatever, um, and like trained every single day of her life and they get in and then they find out that there's someone who's you know, considers themselves trans is about to compete with you and just not only beat you but just like completely just floors you. Yep. That that's where I have the issue. Um, but as far as like whatever someone self identifies as, I don't care what you self identify as, as long as you ain't hurting me and you know, you're not hurting everybody else around you. Um, as far as what the science goes, yeah, you know, biologically speaking, you know, we, we can give words to every little, you know, anxiety and mental state of being of consciousness that everyone has. I don't feel like that's necessarily true just because someone puts words to it. Um, there's experts all the time who are proven wrong. The, the, the point of science is that the more that you learn, um, the less you know. Right. Um, so I don't think that we have a full grasp, a full understanding of why people uh, feel that they aren't born what they were supposed to be. Yeah. I feel that we, we don't have a full understanding of um, why people might have more of a fluid kind of sexuality or not, you know, a lot of times trans doesn't, has nothing to do with even with sexuality. No. Um, oh, well, why do we feel that we are born as something else that we're not? Um, and I think that right now we're going through a phase where we are just learning to accept, um, what people are going through or transitioning to or how they feel represented. Um, and that's happening in, you know, uh, um, Gender wise, that's happening equality wise for um, racial it's a, tensions. It's a culture shock for everyone right now. Exactly, it it, it, it kind of is, and I I, I I agree in some aspects um, there when it comes to you know I I don't care what you think you are in your life that has no effect on my personal life. I I'm not going to hold you accountable for whether it's your 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 sexual lifestyle or your religious lifestyle. I'm going to judge you based off of your own, who you are individually. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, when it comes to the science community, I agree. We don't know everything out there about this issue. Um, and that's where I think that it's, it's very, uh, important to separate feelings from, from truth, because a lot of the times we allow our feelings to get involved because of our own personal beliefs compared to what the truth is. And, and, instead of letting our feelings get overwhelmed and say, well, you, you can't do this or you can do this or you can't say this because, you know, you don't want to offend someone because you're not using their, their pronoun. Mm -hmm. That's ridiculous because someone's feelings might get hurt because I don't know. We, we need to separate feelings from, from truth and let's find out the truth and the fact and the science behind it before we allow our feelings to get involved in it. And I think I, my question is, I really, in this whole aspect of the, the trans athletes, mm -hmm. how, how do we go about regulating it without making so many people angry and so many other people angry because they disagree or they agree um, it, with the trans athletes? Because there's obviously an issue with, with males dominating when they mm -hmm. hear. So we have to figure out a way to include without secluding. Yeah. Um, so... The, the only options that I can see, before I get started on, Jeremy, did you have any ideas of how to solve that problem? Nope. That's going to take a long <laughs> time to figure out. Um, I would say that, and you know, these are just... Create their own league. I was about to say, like, 
maybe bad. have a trans league, but then some people could get upset because like they're like, oh, are you separating? Now, now they feel excluded. Exactly. Are you separating just because you want them to do that? And they used to do that also with African-Americans as well. They'd be like, oh, let them have the Negro leagues or whatever, right? So there has to be a way to include people. I think a good way would be weight, weight classes. So <laughs> then that's separating um, men and women within their own um athletic exactly um so then like for instance with the mma like that is terrible that's terrible yeah. like have weight classes in mma well they and do. enforce that they well do. they need to enforce that more <laughs> I, I i i think i think this 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 guy that was transitioning and is is an mma fighter he she sorry i'm i'm so bad at that mm-hmm. i try not to be um it was um it was in the right weight class jeez and, and so that that's mm-hmm. the issue. You're gonna wait just because it's the same weight class. It's still a different build, completely, um, all the way around. So it, it it makes it hard to determine how you're gonna do this. Now is it? Man, that's crazy. Yeah. Or, well, or or do you maybe okay take fighting out of it and say okay we can't do this with fighting because it's too hard to know, but make team sports. Of, of team fighting so, well no 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 so like <laughs> dude what? can you imagine it's like Tekken like you tag somebody else and they jump in they're like, bah, 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 and they tag them the oh that's a TM TM that's my idea I'm just talking about like football or baseball or anything like that if if if, if a, a male to female trans or mm-hmm. a female to male trans wants to play in a sport I think it, it should be just a trans league and I know that you, what you're saying about the Negroes but we've done that with boys and girls all our lives as well it, but it's because it's fair, you know. We've done it with Girl the third Scouts. Gender, it, it, right? Well, but it, and that's the thing because we're talking about something that's not necessarily gender. We're we're talking about mm-hmm. a cross of gender. You know what? The, what this has me really thinking about though. What? What's really going on? Oh, like man. Jeremy in this next segment. Hey. What's really going on? Yep. What's really good, Mister Dubois? Cool You're saying it weird. Why are you putting so much emphasis on the H? Did I just hear someone use a microaggression? I love that Ricky Morty man. Uh, what's really going on in the world today? With all of these light topics that we've had so far this episode, between social media and everything else that's going on in the world, unfortunately, there has been another mass shooting massacre uh i would say unfortunately but that doesn't quite fit um it did not happen in america this time Mm -hmm. uh, this actually took place in new zealand very very unfortunate and deadly um attack killing as of right now just over 50 people and wounding over 50 people wow all in one day uh the attacker, the prime minister of um, New Zealand, refuses to say this gentleman's name. And you know what? I'll follow the suit. I, I won't say the guy's name. The, the acts that he did are just so heinous. It's, he deserves no recognition for it. But the act attacking another Muslim community church while people are in service worshiping their God is just uh, absurd and ridiculous to to hear about period um I, I feel like that's what's really going on right now and i know this you know what's really going on in america but um 
unfortunately, this attacker made a lot of or took a lot of emphasis off of our great president of the United States of America. Um, he spent over two years um, planning and plotting this attack out, which are bringing a lot of people to believe that there was more help involved in this and that more people knew about it than what they know of as of right now for something to be going on for this long and obviously this person succeeded in what he wanted to do um it's crazy and yeah i'm gonna just leave off on that one i i i I, I just want to say it's absolutely horrible um that anybody would have to either suffer from this family people that are injured or even god bless the the souls of those who were killed um nobody based on religion or sex or race or anything should ever have to go through this i mean we saw this here in our own country a couple years ago in orlando at the gay nightclub um and you know that one was a muslim attacker this was a white uh, white supremacist. I, I I don't know if he claimed white supremacy or he, he claimed yeah, something like that. Yeah, they went to a church, Christian type church in New Zealand. That, that that's all crazy. Yeah, it's it's almost preach like white the, supremacy. It's almost like so, yeah. the, the the Baptist church here in America that preaches hate against gays. It's a it, it's a horrible thing, and it's not right. And um, I, my heart goes out to everybody involved in it. Um, and uh, let's not say the guy's name because it's not worth it, and he shouldn't get any fame for what he did. He who shall not be named. Absolutely. Yeah. Is that Harry um, Potter? And you know, not to yes, um, you know, not to make this political. But um, it really doesn't matter whatever background that you come from, race, creed, um, you know, hate exists and and transforms in all languages, all size, all shapes. Unfortunately, Um, it it doesn't necessarily, I'm saying, I don't want to throw out that, you know, he was a white, possibly a white supremacist or whatever. Um, But I want to point to that this, a lot of people, when they think of a terrorist, they think of a Muslim person. Um, it's not necessarily that. The majority of, of terrorists actually aren't Muslim. Um, it's a mixture of people. True yeah, yeah, no, not, not in America. Not in America. Not in America. So, yeah. So, my, my, my point is, is that regardless, it's horrendous. You don't look at a person automatically just think that they're a bad person just on how, looks, on how they look. Um, and, you know, pray for the people out there in New Zealand. Yeah. I, I don't know much about it, uh, as I said, but um, what I do know is there is a, um, a memoir that was left by the shooter, and it's actually pretty psychotic, um, and mm. it goes further beyond uh, white supremacy or anything else. It was it was politically um, involved, and it wasn't for Donald Trump, actually. Uh, I, I know a lot of those reports were going out there, but it wasn't. Um, if you actually read into some of the memoirs. I haven't read all of them. I've listened to a few of the excerpts of them. And um, this guy was nuts. He was a, he was a loon bin. Okay. All right. Um, how much time are we looking on time? Um, we're just about at the hour mark. Truex, did you, how much time do you have, Jeremy? Because we're going to keep on going. I might have to leave soon. Okay. Um, we got a review still on the list. We have... Uh, this is America, and then we have um, listener mail. Yeah. So can you stick around, man? Stock it up. Let's do it. All right. Yeah. All, right. All right. Let's go ahead and get started with our next segment, which is This is America with Truex. 
wrestling me for what? I'm sorry, I thought it was fair. I live in the real world where men sell propane and propane accessories. Huh? Is this America? I'm sorry, I thought it was fair. Imagine. You're just making your way to the gas station. Get yourself a couple snacks. Maybe a big gulp. Some soda. Diet soda if you have to. Maybe a corn dog. Some candy. Some beef jerky. You, you plotted this out, didn't you? Oh, some maybe a protein pack too later on for the road. Some energy drinks. Maybe coffee. And all of a sudden, your day becomes a little weird. And all of a sudden, you just have this guy in a unicorn outfit robbing the place. And you're held up. And he escapes. <laughs> like the magical unicorn he is. You were robbed by a unicorn? You were robbed by a unicorn. Man. It's so unbelievable that magic comes to life. God bless America. What a day. I just want to. I just want to hear what that uh, police call was like. <laughs> I want to know what the police call was like, dude. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Follow that unicorn. So I, I came across the story and I started laughing because it was hilarious. And um, so it the the suspect actually got away. And How do you get away, bro? <laughs> he has now been unmasked, though. the The unicorn horn is no longer on his head. Oh, they, yeah, um, he didn't get away then. No, no. He well, he got away, but then he got caught. Um, police say a 28-year-old suspect donned a pink and white unicorn costume and smashed a convenience store register with a crowbar Saturday. Um, the robbery suspect wore a unicorn costume and police in Maryland say he has been unmasked. <laughs> New outlets report that Baltimore uh, County Police say 28-year-old Jacob William Rogue donned a pink and white unicorn costume. Um, like, was it head to toe or just a mask? It, it was head to toe, bro. Wow. It if was, you're going to rob, uh, rob uh, all uh, out, bro. All out. Yeah, I mean, this takes furry to a whole new level because this is a straight up, like, unicorn costume. Um, but he has been um, uh, arrested and um, he does have a lawyer wow. now, you too. Know, but. You know how he almost got away? Phone call. Help, I've been robbed. Oh, could you please describe? Uh, is a guy wearing a big uh, uh, unicorn um, outfit. Stop calling me. <laughs> That's how he almost yeah. got away. But yeah. how, how, okay. Did, did it explain anything of why he did that? No, or like was... no it doesn't go into it. It just, it, 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 I just thought it was hilarious that this dude robbed a store to cover his face with a unicorn. That is almost costume. like a metaphor right there. Like, have to, like, Rob a store like a unicorn rob robbery. Yeah, it's that's a, like a it, metaphor. Once in a lifetime thing. A once in a lifetime thing. A unicorn robbery. Dude, it's like uh, the 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 leprechaun was with him. You know, you got magical uh, and magical animals. I was going to ask, did he do this on St. Patrick's Day? No, he did not. Uh, <laughs> how do you how do you even see out of the? I I don't know. So because his face wasn't showing then. No. How no. did he hold the gun? With two no, no, hooks? it was a crowbar. He went oh, in a there. Crowbar. And he, he, he started smashing the register with a crowbar, grabbed the money, and took off. <laughs> Give me all the money. <laughs> I like. I know. I set it up to sound like it was like like a full on robbery, but he ran in there, started smashing the register, and started grabbing That's, money. And yeah, what yeah. is wrong with you, people? Like, what would you? What would go through your mind if you're in there buying some snacks, some some pink popcorn, and some pizza, and some some? I don't buy that. I need popcorn. to stop. I would need to stop smoking whatever the heck uh, I was smoking. Uh, yeah, that, that would go through my mind. <laughs> what did I take? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's crazy, yeah. yo! Wow. 
Yeah, I would be tripping. I'd be tripping. Yeah, just a little bit. Oh my gosh, I'd be tripping. All right. Stay away from them. Uh, what you call them? Shrimp mushrooms. The shrimp mushrooms. <laughs> All right, I got my review for Captain Marvel. You guys oh. ready for this? Have you guys uh, seen Captain Marvel? No. It's going to be a spoiler. I've, no, it's going to be spoiler free. I've heard um, some horrible things. About okay, well, let's go ahead and get started with let's my do it. reviews then. Hello, I'm Patrick Stewart, theater genius. All right, guys, here is my non-spoiler, spoiler-free Captain Marvel review. I I try my best. I try my best. I appreciate it. Thank you. Marvel is at it again with its latest feature, Captain Marvel. We take a step back and time jump to the 90s, a simpler time filled with grunge Mm. rock and old technology references. Nirvana. Uh, Exactly. Samuel L. Jackson also makes a cameo as a main character, which makes the film a classic 90s buddy cop film like Lethal Weapon and Rush Hour. Aided with the help of Jackson and her cat named Goose, Captain Marvel arms herself to... Uh, arms itself for the battle, which is an appetizer for the upcoming film Avengers Endgame. I gave this film 7.5 out of 10. Ooh. Yes. I can't wait to see it now. Um, now, let me talk a little bit about the bad things about the movie, because I thought it was actually pretty good. Um, the bad things, and it kind of goes over what you were kind of discussing, Troex, where a lot of people have seen the film already, and some people will say, oh, it's bad, it's terrible, or what, what have you, right? Um, I think that this film suffers from the Marvel movie problem. And what I mean by that is that every time a Marvel movie comes out, right, what people will do is not they don't judge that film by the merit of itself. They'll compare it to the collective uh, yeah. to all the other films so if I was sitting here like what are the best Marvel movies to you guys um, Doctor Strange I, I, really I love Doctor Strange yeah okay Iron Man any of the Wolverines um, Deadpool okay sure. so if we were to compare it to Doctor Strange if we were to compare any movie to like Iron Man Wolverine Doctor Strange or have you seen Days of Futures Past mm, no I don't think I have it came X-Men out like, right yeah, X-Men um, no, I, Wolverine's one of the main characters okay. in it. Real, that's probably my favorite X-Men movie that, that's out um, okay so if you were to compare it to those movies if you were to compare every movie to those movies every other movie would suck because yeah. <laughs> you'd be like really compare anything to Deadpool right. yeah. you're like this is not Deadpool no. I'd just be sitting there like no, this is no Deadpool this yeah. is funny but it's no Deadpool yeah. and Deadpool isn't a good comparison to a lot of the other Marvel movies yeah. Yeah. either no. like the, the CG, like all the special effects and everything is mm-hmm. completely different in how they're portrayed in Deadpool. Yeah. So yeah, I totally get and, it. And you can't different. compare Spider-Man to Deadpool or, you yeah. know... Yeah. Even Deadpool. though their costumes look a lot alike. Yeah, or Deadpool to Wolverine because mm-hmm. they, they're just different different characters They have their altogether. own people. Absolutely. Own so, personalities. So completely yeah. different. So like, I know you guys seen Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Of course. And then you guys seen Iron Man, the yeah. first right. one, right? If you were to compare those two movies... You could look at Iron Man and be like, well, this is not funny at all. Like, what is, yeah. what right. is this crap? You could look at, um, ca- uh, you know, Gardens of the Galaxy and be like, well, this is this nowhere near as great of a story. Why are they doing what they do? Because they're trying to rob something? Yeah. This is not as good of a story as Iron Man. So it has that problem where people are comparing it to that. Um, so as the movie is on its own, I think that it's really good. Um, 
what, what, what else is bad? Uh, the other bad thing about this is that I think it needed more 90s references. I think that they were trying to not go overboard with the 90s references, but they could have just jam-packed more of it. I, I was thinking, as soon as you said 90s, mm-hmm. the first time, I was like, in Samuel L. Jackson, I'm thinking, could they have done a Pulp Fiction reference in it? That, that would have made my dope. life. Yeah. I bet you then it would have been the best movie ever. Uh, just throwing that dope. out there. Um, so some of the good stuff. Um, I would say the companions. So I didn't know going into this that Samuel L. Jackson, he's like the one of the main characters. Oh, that's awesome. He's like the sidekick. <laughs> so the way that I described it was it's like a nineties buddy cop movie with Samuel L. Jackson being like the, right. the the buddy cop. Um so that was hilarious. He plays the same character, but um he's a lot more funny. <laughs> And, and younger, was, they they, op- yeah. they opened it up because he was younger, huh? Exactly. So he gave him instead of being so, um, what's the word, uh, serious as he yes. is in some. Did of he the did he have the Jerry movies. curl? Or was no, he no, still, he was still bald? <laughs> no, and and the uh, the computer effects that they use to de-age him is freaking fantastic. Like I can't even really? tell that they use computer graphics. Really, yeah. it just looks like young Samuel That's Jackson. Pretty right? awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Hey, any f bombs from him? Um, do they do? No, I don't think. No I think he gets one. close, but then like they cut him off, like while oh, he's yeah. singing or something like that's that. That's really. I know that's got to be hard for him. Oh yeah, because he uses. <laughs> F, F, what do you F know? Word. Why he does it? He has a stuttering impediment, and it helps overcome the stuttering by really? throwing out all the F bombs. Really? Oh, that's yep. my excuse now too. He's my favorite. <laughs> that's my one of my favorite actors. I um. So uh, keep going with the goods. Um. The plot twist. Mm. Now, I feel safe saying that. Normally, I don't like even people like insinuating there's a plot twist. Because now, if you guys see the movie, you're be like, okay, where's the plot twist? I feel so confident in saying this plot twist. This plot twist is so good that I can tell you that there's going to be a plot twist and you guys not see it when it comes. Really? That's how good the plot twist is. I can't wait. Um, so that one genuinely caught me off guard. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this movie is just got so much better just because of, off of that alone. Um, and then the expansion of the Marvel universe. So there's stuff that happens in the story that potentially expands the Marvel universe, um, above and beyond what it's been already. Really? Yeah. So yeah, definitely go see it. I like it. 7.5 out of 10. All right. So let's go ahead and start wrapping this up. We're going to get, start wrapping this up with our last segment, which is listener mail. Wake the f*** up. All right, this one is from Will. What's going on, Will? What's up, Will? Will writes, I have a father-daughter dance coming up, but I'm not really a good dancer. Suggestions. Groupon. Well. Yeah, Groupon. What? What's you get Groupon? dance lessons on Groupon. Really? Yeah. Uh, have you, you get anything. You said you get anything Let me on Groupon. I bought it. I just never went. So, um, so you to be determined. Money. No, it's Groupon, man. Well, Stuff don't expire. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Not this one. Uh, what what was it? Like salsa? What was it? I think so. I ain't looked at it in a while. Okay. <laughs> but yes, Groupon is a definite. I've, I've heard of other people that have utilized them in the Sacramento area okay. and other places. Um, Groupon is the best way. And you can take your daughter with you there too so you can learn together. There you go. Great bonding. Yeah. So, I, I, I have to say that as a father who pretends he can dance <laughs> you're going there for your kid who cares go out there and have fun if your kid's jumping around you jump around with your kid yeah. jump jump yeah I, I can dig it okay um what i would suggest for people trying to learn how to dance um i would say go up to your coolest black friend mm. and be like hey hey let me talk to you for a second can i get 
Can I get some advice? Some that like, racially profiling. Your friends? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's not racially profiling. That's true. <laughs> that is a fact. Hey, that that is is a they fact. can dance. <laughs> yeah, or just a- watch thriller the thriller music video for 24 hours straight uh, oh, you'll yeah. figure out how to dance there yeah. there you go see just dance it works like, out. Like please don't do not movie. no do not go to no child children's dance and start dancing like michael jackson that is not <laughs> a good luck um, no you might have some parents questioning why yeah, you're even I, there people like come on yeah like we're going home <laughs> um so there you go well don't dance it's like michael jackson um and this one is the last one that we have for the night this one is from anonymous a non a non what's up hey a a non that was, that, that was a joke. A, a Ron joke. Yeah. Can you peel? I can, I can dig you. it. I appreciate I it. You. All right. This one's from Anonymous. How do you know if you have an addiction to alcohol? Anonymous. Are you drunk right now? Were you drunk writing this message? Yeah. How often do you have to have a drink? When do you want to drink? And um, do you get the, the, the cold sweats if you don't have a drink? If the answer is yes, then... To any one of those. Can you be addicted to something without getting the cold sweats? Like, for instance, what would I say that I'm addicted to? Um, so, like, I love mangoes. Like, I would, like, I hope the last thing I eat before I die is a mango. Well, that's a different it's, addiction. Because, like, alcohol and drugs, they actually create a, a, its own brain wave. Mm-hmm. And you, it, it creates, like, this new path in your brain to where it becomes its a necessity. As, whereas foods, it's a little different. Are you telling me that I don't need food in order to live? You well, can be addicted to food. I think the best way to answer that question is if it is impeding on your lifestyle okay, and like your the priorities and things mm-hmm. that you have to do, then yes, it, it's now going to be an addiction. Cold sweats can come from a number of things. Mangoes, mm-hmm. probably not. <laughs> it's probably going to help prevent cold sweats yeah. if anything. Yeah. Okay. But again, the, the, to answer Anon's a uh, question, if we're talking about like, it, are you addicted? Mm-hmm. If it's affecting your social life, affecting your relationships with friends, lovers, family, then then that's when the addiction is starting to truly come into place. So that anytime where you're like, eh, I'm just gonna, st- I'm not gonna go out with my friends. I'm just gonna stay home and pop open a tab. Well. <laughs> well, then are you, you saving know? money I've, I've what, done that before you know? though you I, have yeah I've is heard. that why you didn't go out with me last time <laughs> maybe no maybe. I, no 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 there's been times like I'm but why like, wouldn't I'm you go tired. out and pop because a bottle. well because that's gonna cost money and mm. and what if you're not in the mood Can to you go be, out and be around people well see then it's not affecting your financial um, lifestyle so there I wouldn't claim that to be an alcoholic you could be rich though and still be like an alcoholic yeah. right yeah. Like, can you be a silent al- alcoholic? Yes, can you, be- you can. <laughs> right, you yeah. can be a closet alcoholic. Silently I'm, addicted to something? There, there's alcoholics that, that are out there that they, even though it might not impede on their life because they're, they're, they, they're a functioning alcoholic, it's impeding on their health and it's impeding on their family and maybe their finances. And there's, there's many things. There's people that might have four or five beers a day when they get home. That's not alcoholism necessarily. They're not getting drunk. Four it's, or five beers when I they can, get I, home? I can drink four or five beers. You drink and, four or five beers every night when you no, get no, home? No, no, no. I can drink four or five beers in a couple hour period and not be drunk and not let it affect me. 
Okay. So there's a difference. Because I'm, I'm, I'm doing it right. I'm down, smart about it. I'm not you're drinking water I'm not, down I'm beer. A, I'm not an alcoholic, though, because I, I, I don't drink much. Water. But if it's, a, like Jeremy said, if it's affecting your life, it's a, if it's affecting your family or your job or anything that you're doing, yes, now it's alcoholism. And that's an issue. Okay. What if your family drinks with you? Uh, they're inhibiting your alcohol. Then you've got a great family. <laughs> That's what you got. Then you got party. a party. <laughs> <laughs> Not as called a quinceanera, my friend. And oh. invite me to the family gathering, and, please. And, and I do have to say, John Patterson, uh, Mr. Uh, Within Range, hey. he says that Spanish people actually dance the best. So, oh, okay. I get can't. That I, hey, on. You, you ever have a black friend go to your quinceanera? Look at them exactly. Uh, See what happens. Uh, they out there dancing right there with you. Hey, you be like, "How you learn this hey, in two, in three seconds?" Uh, um, yes. Love you, John. Um, okay, so then, how do you know that you're addicted to alcohol if it impedes on your family, impedes on your social time, um, if you harm yourself in any way, if you get cold sweats when you don't drink, um, or if you're broke because of it. If you're broke, broke, broke because you drink, yeah. But like we we established, you could be rich and still be an alcoholic. But you right? could be broke too. Okay, so then if you lose track of your finances, because <laughs> thank you, there you go. I'm trying, I'm trying to force force it in how I can. This way, okay, I can't see about it on my radio. Um, okay, so there you go. There are all yeah. your answers right there. A non, a a non. Hope that helps you. Hope it that will. helps. Um, but yeah, that right is place. us, guys. We are out of time. Does what? anyone have anything to say? Uh, I just real quick just want to say like, no offense to the trans community or women or even men. Uh, this was just a topic for us to just give out our ideas. And we, we yeah. hope you enjoyed it. And I, I hope uh, if you have comments, send it to us because we'd love to hear them. Yeah. Absolutely. Jeremy, any last words? Oh, yeah. Don't do drugs. Peace. Uh, yeah. Don't do drugs. Um, uh, join us next week next tuesday at 10 p.m yeah all right we'll catch you later i'm d adonis i'm truax email us at wwmpodcast at gmail.com follow and like on facebook at what's with millennials follow on instagram at wwm underscore show and send us a tweet at wwm show what's with millennials podcast <laughs>